0: Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I am Connor from the House of El, And I am Ray from the House of Zod. And today we have decided to have a trip to the Rock of Eternity and hang out with the wizard Shazam. Something... Scold him a bit, maybe. Um, so yeah, something a little different, a bit more uh, magical, you'd say. It's very roomy here. It's nice and relaxing. Yeah. I'm... I'm... I'm very partial to magical stories and stuff, personally. Uh, so, you know, it's a, it's a nice little vacation for me.
1: It's, it's a chance mm. to pull the rabbit out of the hat, Connor. It's a chance to wave exactly. that magic wand. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's good. I, I, yeah, I too appreciate a lot of uh, magic as well. And I appreciate um, a lot of things connected to, I guess, godlike figures. Mm,
0: yes. Uh, especially, like, Greek figures i love Greek figures uh in particular
1: exactly Mm
0: -hmm. like achilles is one of my favorite mythological figures uh what does achilles have to do with this podcast you say well Mm. uh, as uh we have been announcing stuff this is our month of shazam we are celebrating the big red cheese and his debut on the big screen and we're going to cover a couple of like the memorable superman and shazam team-ups Uh, The couple of the more popular ones, we're not going to go super in-depth or anything because we're only going to do this for like a couple episodes. Mm -hmm. But uh, I feel like they have really interesting chemistry and history. So, you know, uh, why not?
1: You know, if one thing, Connor, uh, I've just learnt from you, uh, I think, online and you've just mentioned there again, Big Red Cheese. That's a pretty cool nickname. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I can understand, obviously, the colours and stuff, but uh, I've never heard Shazam called a Big Red Cheese. I'm sure a lot of the fans know it straight away but um yeah any particular reason other than the colors on his suit or
0: well because he says holy moly and he's like he's such oh. a cheesy little kid you know Oh, um, okay okay <laughs> but like it's cheese in a good way yeah yeah um yeah you know good so, cheese
1: uh, not bad ham
0: yeah um <laughs> now for the record uh, he is called Captain Marvel in this story he is just to, so whenever we mention Captain Marvel we are talking about Shazam not the Marvel captain it. so i'll just clear that up right now
1: you haven't accidentally stumbled onto a carol danvers podcast although that would be pretty cool as well
0: for some yes and i am glad that you would enjoy that <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah uh for, for the next in fact on this podcast in general if i it's probably me more because i've been familiar with shazam a lot longer than ray Mm -hmm. so if you ever hear me say captain marvel i am probably referring to shazam yes
1: Um, and i shall try to stick to the script as well captain marvel is shazam is billy billy batson here's a question for you connor um Mm. (laughs) no thank you uh asked me just beforehand not to ask too too many curly ones but um (laughs) billy billy batson is that his name the the little kid is he is he always been the one and only wielder of Shazam or have there been others?
0: Oh, there's been other wielders. Okay. Right. Black Adam is like the most famous one.
1: Oh, oh, okay. The, so the rock, yeah, he, he he's has actually, the power of Shazam. oh, okay. And, and he gets it the same way through Shazam, the wizard.
0: Yeah. I think Okay. He, black Adam's a really, really cool character. Um, is he bad or good? He's bad. Okay. He became like, a he was, I read a, uh i read a black adam origin Mm. and he was like a slave and then he ended up you know he had a kind of a tragic upbringing but like he ended up becoming like dictator of this nation called conduct if i pronounce that right and uh, like he's a really bad dude Mm. uh and he makes a great villain for billy because uh what we said before you know your hero should be as evil as uh your villain should be as evil as your uh your hero is good yes and you can't get much more good than billy batson (laughs) yeah Uh, he gives superman a run for his money when it comes to pure of heart so is is black adam is he is he like an anti-hero in
1: any way i mean because he's getting a movie right so
0: uh i think he might have been like he seems he seems to have a kind of like i i am not that experienced with black adam at all so well, i'm sure people listening know better but he yeah. like from my impression that i've gotten of black adam yeah. he does seem to have a sort of depth okay uh okay. that in my head could make him like a anti-hero right see, but if he hasn't already been an anti-hero in fact i'll look it up if he has been an anti-hero okay but well he, i mean
1: just upon reflection while you're saying that um of course anyway we are getting the joker movie so
0: occasional anti-hero okay black... okay yeah.
1: So I mean, but we do get um, comic book films on out and out villains anyway. I, I guess with the uh, Joaquin Phoenix coming yeah. up, which have you seen the trailer to?
0: No, but I have hopes for it. Um...
1: Oh, I tell you what, I had no, I had no interest, no inclination whatsoever. I saw the the trailer, and I must say, it looks good.
0: <laughs> like after, yeah. with my relationship with the Joker, I've always mm. disliked the role. He's sort of ended up having in batman mythos where they sort of can't live without each other i really hate that angle um and that kind of started with a killing joke yeah and i think that's people taking the killing joke the wrong way (laughs) right i don't think the intention of that story is to say that the joker and batman need each other i think that's completely incorrect but um i really love the killing joke Mm -hmm. and the thing i love most about the killing joke is the joker's backstory Yes. Or if it is his backstory. His memory of his past anyway. And it's pretty tragic and yeah. kind of like uh I don't want to say relatable, but it the whole thing is, you know, uh one bad day and like he just mm. snaps. Yeah. Like have you read
1: the killing joke? I have. Actually, the art for me is just phenomenal. Oh, that's, uh, that's fantastic. what I that's what I um took away from it. But of course I was intrigued. By by the story um, and just how dark it kind of gets, you know, with with Commissioner Gordon, yeah, um, getting uh, imprisoned and uh, yeah. basically brought a lot down of up stuff happening, yeah,
0: um, and the the whole the whole thing with like him being a struggling comedian and stuff, and then his mm. wife dying, yeah, with a child in that really horrible accident, yep, and him just kind of snapping. I don't know, it, it, it's hard to describe. Read it for yourself because it's a great book, and then I heard that this movie was like because this movie is going to be kind of like a Joker sort of origin, but it was going to be sort of based around that. Mm. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to see Joaquin Phoenix descending into madness Mm -hmm. dressed as a clown for Mm -hmm. like two hours. That sounds amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, To tell (laughs) you you the truth as well, and and I hope I don't step on any um, Batman fans toes or, you know, people who do like the Joker, but um, I think the best way to see it, the movie, is to actually separate the Joker comic book character with actually what you, you're you seeing on, on screen. Uh, it certainly just looks exactly, as you say, like a man that just um, takes a dive. Uh, and and if you think of... I haven't seen it yet, but, you know, if you think of, you know, the likes of It, Stephen King and scary clowns and stuff, just see it as like a horror psychological thriller. Yep. And, and I think you'll be quite... It looks really well made. Uh, just the, the short snippets from the trailer... Um, Phoenix just looks um, pretty good in the role, um, and it looks to be taking itself quite seriously. So, mm. I think I think there's an advantage to detach yourself from the comic book character of it. I, I know, you know, not to say that it's a bad, you know, that um, that the comic book par- character is bad, like it shouldn't be shown on screen. I'm just saying it's a, a don't real, go on with those expectations. Yeah, but it just just take it as a dark psychological friggin' yeah. Um, Deconstruction of a man And it looks pretty good
0: Plus I love the I've only seen like stills But I love the costume Mm. That he has Uh, I wonder if he'll ever dress up as Pagliacci The sad clown The crying clown (laughs) That would be uh, interesting But uh, yeah yeah. Uh, Walking Phoenix though Got Mm -hmm. off with Lex Luthor And he turned it down Wow uh, he I'll, would have been good. I will say, I would, uh, I really want a Luther movie. Give us a Luther movie, his rise to power in Metropolis. How great would that be?
1: <laughs> uh, with Jesse Eisenberg, or what's his name? No, no, with Walking <laughs> Phoenix, like a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, with Phoenix would be great. Um, I think he'd be, I think he'd do it really well. I think he's already oh, yeah. shown leaps and bounds above, um, Jared Leto. Um, mm. So anyway, I mean, we're, I'm only going off one trailer, but, you know, that's a sort of impact. Yeah. Um, and this is from someone that, you know, I really had no interest to see it. Um, but yeah. I thought, oh, I'll have a little peek, and it uh, looks pretty cool. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to uh, Shazam.
1: The big red cheese.
0: Yes. So, you know, the, the whole Superman Shazam rivalry, we'll talk about it a bit each week. Uh, mm-hmm. This week there was a whole thing, because when Captain Marvel came out, back in 1940 uh he had like you know the same super strength and speed and stuff Mm -hmm. but he also had all his other powers but uh it was pretty similar like the first cover the the cover of the first issue he's in is him throwing a car at a wall oh that sounds familiar reminiscent yeah (laughs) so they they uh captain marvel ended up outselling superman oh and there was a whole deal as well where Uh, They wanted to make a Superman cartoon, but they already had a deal to make a Captain Marvel cartoon, so uh, DC decided to sue the crap out of Fawcett Comics, Mm -hmm. and they had this whole legal battle and stuff, and during that time, I don't think Captain Marvel could be published or something. Um, And, yeah. You know, they've they've kind of lifted elements from each other. Mm -hmm. Captain Marvel had his whole, like, Shazam family. Yeah. You know, like, Mary Marvel and lightning kid and all the others i think it's lightning kid and mm-hmm. you know then later on superman gets oh supergirl crypto yeah. the super dog stuff like that i'm not sure if there's a direct correlation there mm-hmm. but i feel like there kind of is because yeah
1: mm. i think what you see is also that um probably and it's unfortunate for Shazam because he kind of fell away if you look at uh the rise of superman and his popularity in in pop culture compared to Shazam I guess it had to happen like you wouldn't to have such similar characters yep. you'd only really DC you only really had to have one to you know to kind of forge your head with that that type of superheroing comic and it's a big shame like the Shazam has kind of gone you know on, on the on the wayside um, mm. because he is quite interesting uh, he does have enough differences in him I think with the, the magic element and some of the other stuff and now obviously, you know, changing from a 10-year-old boy. Um, yeah. So there are differences there. Um, but, I yeah, guess, I guess yeah. the similarities were just too much. so they had to
0: Back just... in the 40s when it was more about the powers and stuff, mm. you know, like uh, obviously these characters are – now they're completely different. As you said, one's magic-based mm. and has, like, a whole set of powers and, you know, their personalities are completely different. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, I think – I think there's cause to be grateful though because ironically dc ended up getting the rights to captain marvel mm-hmm. um, but they couldn't call his comic captain marvel because marvel had a uh, marvel running around mm-hmm. um but you know anyway uh, he's come back into the fold as well not really into the fold he's been abducted and put into the dc fold but hey uh <laughs> you know he's back you know he's had some good stories and now he has a movie that's come out he's going to get a lot more prominence Yep. I think so. Uh, it's good. And I'm really glad he has a movie because he's one of those obscure characters that I think deserves more attention. Yeah. And the fact that the movie is, like, good for kids I think is really great because, uh, you know, if I knew about the superhero when I was a kid, I would have been all over him. Mm.
1: And for DC as well, I mean, they have been um, kind of dwelling in in a lot of very serious-toned um, films, yeah. Uh, it's only with I guess Aquaman now, and there was a bit of humor in the Justice League. This is the first one, I believe, just totally out and out, um, just funny. Mm-hmm. I, I put this akin to, you know, in a different, although albeit in a different way, to say like Deadpool, what that did for Marvel, well, you know, Marvel in general films. Uh, it was just totally off the cuff and and just funny and um, kind of went against the grain a little. I mean, Marvel's always had. Um, some humour in their films, uh, but yep. I, I found Deadpool just kind of changed it uh, quite significantly. And with Shazam, from what I've seen, uh, it's definitely the case here with the DC films. And I, I'm hoping they take a leaf out of this and maybe do a few more. Are there any other characters that would be amenable to to uh, comedic ish films?
0: Uh, I guess the Flash. Yeah, the well, Flash is that quite might light, a, yeah. Yeah. That might uh, annoy a lot of Flash fans, but you know. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, we're getting a Shazam sequel. I think it got announced today. Oh, wow. And it's going to have the same writer, so uh, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Um. Because, uh, yeah, hopefully the sequel have Black Adam because this one didn't have Black Adam because I think The Rock wanted to do a standalone Black Adam movie first. Yeah, is that happening still or no? I don't know, but it's like, dude, you can appear in this movie and then yeah. have a standalone movie. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, but whatever. Apparently the, the bad guy, Dr. Sivana, who's in this as well, yeah. apparently he's Captain Marvel's like biggest bad guy. So, mm. I always assumed it was Black Adam, but I'm not extremely versed in, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, he seems like the Luther to, um, yeah. to Shazam's. Yeah he's, yeah,
0: he's a, let's see, Um, yeah, he is genius level intellect, he's bald, and he can see magic with his <laughs> left ba- eye.
1: <laughs> and he's bald, check that one in there, and he can see magic with his left eye, that's an interesting yeah. one. Jeez, what happened there?
0: Yeah, and people say that uh, Superman got Lex Luthor from Doctor Sivana, but I don't think that's Ooh. the case. Oh, because Lex had hair originally for a couple of issues. Oh, okay. And he already had a bald genius supervillain called the Ultra Humanite. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Um, right. So yeah, I, I don't think they he really got that from Captain Marvel. Um, but uh, yes. is that true?
1: Did they say uh, bald people are they are they generally smarter? Than the more hairy populace in the in the on this globe, Connor, do you know? Or what? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> be
0: a weird, uh, yeah, I don't no, One of the mysteries of the universe. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, I'm just um, thinking so I only say that. There's a good mate of mine. Uh, he probably doesn't listen to this. Uh, his, his name's Dave. Uh, he's bald. Very smart. Okay. Very smart.
0: I. I. Not Dave from Signal or
1: Doom. No, no, uh, another Dave. Uh, back, all the way back from high school. And oh, okay. I uh, suspect he might be an evil, evil mastermind. Oh. I, I don't know, but he's very smart.
0: So yes. anyway, bald as well,
1: a baby. So. Yep. Well, just I... just on the head. Oh no, sorry. He's got a big. He's got a big beard. He's like a hipster. So. <laughs> oh, <dear>. so... <laughs> yeah. Sorry.
0: So. Since I've seen Shazam, I'll give a yep. quick spoiler-free review. Well, very minor spoilers. Very minor spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was good. Uh, it's not exactly aimed for me, mm-hmm. aimed at me. Despite the connections to the DC EU, uh, I love the connections to the DC EU in the movie. Though they're done really well. Mm-hmm. they in no way are they ads for the other movies. Okay, like they really aren't. They're just references and they're fun. Um, and they actually have to do with the story. They have to do with the setting. It feels organic because yeah. kids are obsessed with these superheroes, you know, mm. like as kids would be. So it feels so natural of that reference. It's not like um, it's not like a Marvel movie or Batman v Superman where that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that'll, that'll references to advertise other movies. Yeah, like that's not happening at all. Okay, you know, um, it's just it's just good fun. Um, You don't have to see any other DC EU movie to see this. Mm -hmm. You just have to know who Superman and Batman are. Like, if you know who they are, you're fine. Is there...
1: uh, I don't know if I should... uh, No spoilers. Wonder Woman? Is there any Wonder Woman reference? I mean, she's got to be... She's one of the big ones, surely,
0: isn't she? There there is. um, It's mostly Superman and Batman that are referenced, though. uh, But, yeah. And parts of it drag for me Mm -hmm. as well... Like, there's, there's uh, a particular part of the character that runs on too long, I think. Okay. I don't really want to say what to go with spoilers, but sure. people who've seen it might know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got a bit bored around the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, uh, I still had fun. It just felt a bit long, yeah. but Look, we'll, it was good yeah yeah and
1: we'll definitely talk about this a bit more i must um, haven't seen yeah i might have I haven't seen it, so Connor's doing his absolute best not to spoil anything um but once I do see it uh, which will be you know in a few days' time, we'll be able to discuss and uh you know air our spoiler filled uh mm. thoughts on it so um yeah, it's interesting to hear and will I'll keep all of those things in mind uh but, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it will be uh, fun. I mean, I, I knew it was kind of aimed at, at young. I mean, that was one of the first things I think I was telling you, Connor, that Yeah, I was kind of not against it, but I was hesitant to see it because it just didn't seem like it was something for me. But, um, but you know, hey. I
0: mean, it can still be enjoyed yeah. by us. We're just not the, the specific target audience.
1: So would you, I mean, this might be an unfair question. Would you, if you do collect the DVDs or Blu-rays, would would you go out and purchase this one? To, to complete your set Or is it Well Not too fast
0: I The I, With reference to the DCEU Is that mm-hmm. what you're asking Yeah yeah. Okay yeah. so I only have Man of Steel BVS And Justice League okay. I don't have Wonder Woman Or Aquaman Or Suicide Squad Man um, I've got Green Lantern
1: Oh that's gotta be Come on Connor I've got Green Lantern You've gotta have
0: that Green Lantern's not that bad Yeah I think we, um, we had a discussion about this didn't we, we? we did Yeah, yeah we did um, so, but I probably would add this to the collection. Okay. Just because there's, minus well, there's so many Superman references in it, and Ooh. I enjoy the movie. I can see myself maybe watching it again, so I'd probably buy it to support it. Okay. Nice. Um, you know, and, well, yeah, and uh, if you're a. Like, uh, yeah, if, if you're curious about it, just go check it out, honestly. Mm. Um, like, I, I can't imagine like you violently hating this movie
1: Hmm. i I know it's silly
0: yeah Um, and some people on letterboxd especially do violently hate this movie um and i'm like chill out man this is for kids okay but it's
1: like you know it's like violently
0: hating yeah
1: like another movie that's akin to a a kid's film like you know that isn't really really pitched at you anyway
0: yeah it's just strange to me um, um you know, maybe just say it's not your particular cup of tea. Yeah, that's uh, it. Uh, but, you know, and uh, one of the one of the great things about it is it's directed by a guy who usually does horror. Oh wow! Not very good horror, but horror nonetheless. Um, Did you so? Pick there's
1: up any elements
0: in yeah. it? Yeah, oh, okay, really. Okay, <laughs> it, good. There's there's like a there's a couple of kind of gruesome bits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but like uh, it, it doesn't matter. For like kids, ten year olds, and because like you know, kids, ten year olds, and they've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's more gruesome than that is quite scary uh, if you're ten. Oh year yeah, old. yeah. And kids always watch that movie, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Even
1: Star yeah. Wars, right? Isn't there scary bits in that? I'm sure, there are.
0: Um. Yeah. The Emperor. Yeah, people getting like choked to death and yeah. like theater Yeah. Is, you know, pretty violent, honestly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, hands cut off. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that, I'll leave that as my spoiler for your review. I liked it. Cool. Um, excellent. Yeah, excellent. And check I... out.
1: And and from the looks of it, for um, what it's making in the box office, it will be hanging around the cinemas for a while. So anyone out there who hasn't seen it, there's there's you've got some time to actually go yeah, see
0: it. Yeah, I'm. I'll give it. I'll recommend you unless unless you have no interest in. Like the character or anything I don't know, I just, I recommend I recommend Go see it, mm. why not, it's fun, it's two hours You know, give you some time to kill If you're a big Superman fan, go there So you can see all the Superman stuff yeah. uh, You know, because I, even I was Lied to see all the Superman backpacks and t-shirts All the kids are wearing, I thought that was cool yeah. Uh, So
1: cool. Yeah I was about to, I was about to say um, Since it is kind of aimed at a younger audience It would be, would have been awesome If it was released around Easter but then,
0: well, I think it, I think some of the movie takes place in Christmas. I mean, like, they should have done this as a Christmas yeah, movie, or
1: was, yeah, something factored around the school holidays, because
0: yeah, you know that's
1: when the families would be taking their kids out to go see it, and it would just be killing it.
0: Well, I think school holidays just started here, didn't they? Uh, yeah, it, d- it did. Because um, I went and saw it, and there was bloody kids everywhere. Like, yeah, ah. that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah,
1: because I don't. Is it released? Was it released the same time in the US? I was just... Um, I think so. Okay, because I just have no idea when the school in the US kind of breaks. But um, yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, in Australia, it, it's timed with the, the school break quite
0: well. Yeah. Yeah, so the kids were well behaved though. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I deliberately went in at a time of day, I thought there would be no one there. And then I go in and there's all these kids everywhere and I'm like, god damn it. All... <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Uh, but they were they were all very well behaved. So. Any Shazam shirts you saw? Uh no I I wasn't really looking. Um okay. I didn't see any like superhero shirts. I was probably I was wearing a Punisher shirt so that was... ah, you're,
1: yeah, They I gave was, you I was a wide a, berth. Go with <laughs> a big beard
0: with a Punisher shirt going to see Shazam by himself. Like trench coat, was... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, on I'm on the warning pictures for yeah.
1: suspicious <laughs> people. Right. CCTV, you've got you freaking in a f- you know, corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, uh, yeah, i um, yeah, like I said, so go check it out uh and Tune in to our our views on it once I go see the thing as well.
0: Yeah. And just one, two more things before we start covering this. Mm -hmm. So, uh, first thing I want to point out is we would love to have a Captain Marvel superfan. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, Because, you know, I know about Shazam, I know stuff about him, but I don't have great insight to his history. And stuff like I, you know, I I would love to... We would love to have a Shazam... Because it's our month of Shazam. We would love to have someone yeah. come who's really passionate about the Big Red Cheese so we can discuss things and, you know, he can educate us and stuff. And yeah. it'd be really fun.
1: Please um, do. I'd love to just throw a lot of stuff at the wall. Yeah. And hope it sticks. And I uh, hope the Shazam fan can correct me in many things. But, no, it, it'd be great to learn from a, a dedicated and a passionate fan. So, please, yeah, just uh,
0: yeah, contact and like, us. Uh, you know, we... We like you can come for the review, or even if you have a Shazam story you suggest we all cover. Like that'd be cool too. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. You know, uh, a Shazam story with Superman in it. Yeah, yeah. Would be a little ideal. caveat there. But, yeah, uh, we need to have soups in there. Yeah, just so we can talk about the two characters together. Mm. Um, so yes, and the last thing is the story we're about to cover is set in the early days of. Uh, as they say, the second age of heroes. So the only active superheroes at this time are Superman, Batman, and Captain Marvel. So this is before everyone else. So it's like uh, near the start of their careers.
1: Okay. So what's the first age then, Connor?
0: That would be like in the 40s and stuff, like the in-universe golden age, if that makes sense. But that was still Batman, Superman. No, 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 no? in-universe golden age. So like uh, the original Sandman, the Spectre. Oh, okay.
1: Uh,
0: right. Doctor Fate, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, the original Green Lantern. Yeah, so the in-universe Golden
1: What's, Age. Sorry, sorry again, Connor, to hold you up. What's uh, in-universe? What is that?
0: Well, by out-of-universe Golden Age, obviously, our Superman, but in-universe Golden Age is like the same time period as the Golden Age, you know, 30s yeah. to 40s, but with heroes that were chronologically around in the setting. So like the original Flash, the original Green Lantern, yeah, and stuff. Obviously they couldn't like the and Doctor, like the characters that age slower uh-huh. or uh, you know have multiple versions of themselves that like they can sort of stick into this golden age okay era. Right. Um, I, I don't know why one's called in and the other one's called out, but well, I'm calling it in universe because it's like in continuity if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So like the in continuity golden age, I should say, but like um you know, not the not the real world comic golden age. Probably just confuse a lot of people. Yeah.
1: That's, <laughs> That's a lot of data to process. But no, cool. No, that sounds good. Excellent. Uh, so this is the second age. So Yes, have... they
0: mention in the comic. So um yeah. yeah, but this is this is yeah, this Superman, Batman are the only people around, so Right. Okay. Yes. Cool. Just, just uh, another way of putting it is, it's set at the start of their careers. Yeah, is uh, Hawkman is
1: Hawkman an old legacy character? Was he newish? Yes,
0: oh, he is he's guy, old. So he's, he's old as well. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, Hawkman as well was around uh, in universe, ah. as I say. Um, so old Hawky. Yes. With that, let's uh, let's go. Up up and away and then fly back down to the Rock of Sanity because I want to stay here. So <laughs> let's just do a really big jump. Ready? Yep. Yeah. Let's leap over to a tall building. Up, <laughs> up, up up and away and away and down again. Captain Marvel oh, a face in the crowd. Captain Marvel swoops down out of the sky and rescues a small single-engine airplane before it crashes down onto 10th Street in Fawcett City Crowds of people gather around to witness the heroic spectacle Three months later 3,000 miles away in the city of Metropolis a group of thieves belonging to a cult known as the Temple of Baghdad break into the Metropolis Museum of Natural History They begin stealing a cache of priceless mystical relics. The hero known as Superman arrives and attempts to stop them. The leader of the Baghdanites withdraws a magic staff and uses it to summon a powerful demon while superman wrestles with the monster the thieves make their getaway superman brings the creature down with a dose of heat vision upon which it dissipates into a cloud of blue smoke back in faucet city captain marvel discovers two sky-high robots rampaging through the new solar center construction site marvel picks up wreckage from some destroyed automobiles and proceeds to batter the robots down until there's nothing left but a pile of scrap Afterwards, he meets with the Solar Center's chief architect, Dr. Bruce Gordon. Gordon is grateful for Marvel's assistance and explains how the Solar Center will soon provide low-cost energy to half the homes in Fawcett City. Not everyone is happy to learn of Marvel's efforts, however. The owner of the Solar Center, Dr. Thaddeus Silvana of Savannah Industries, CEO of Savannah Industries, is quite uptight with the young hero's actions savannah is the one responsible for sending the giant robots to destroy the center he originally commissioned the constructor of the solar center as a tax shelter and currently possesses no desire to see it become operational later captain marvel learns about the mysterious thieves that have been robbing museums for ancient artifacts across the country he stakes out the McKeon history museum in hopes of catching the thieves in the act His hunch proves to be an accurate one, and he encounters the Baghdan cultist attempting to steal an artifact known as the Sabakian Channeling Idol. The thieves use their magic powers and violently expel Captain Marvel from the museum. As Marvel lands in the parking lot outside, Superman floats down out of the sky, offering to lend a hand. Mm. So, uh, what's about this cover? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a very iconic looking cover, isn't it?
1: It certainly is. I'm um, just just to let you know as well. I am reading the, the deluxe edition of the uh, Superman vs First, First Thunder Shazam. Uh, identical cover except for that little extra bit there. But uh, very very, uh, very cool cover actually. Um, yeah. You got two very powerful beings, uh, very heroic stances. Mm. Uh, in this one, I must say, I do. Pre- you know, if we are to compare, I do prefer Shazam's uh, stoic pose over Superman's
0: yeah uh, i I love the because you have um you have the lightning bouncing off of Superman's chest mm. and you have the lightning going into Captain Marvel's chest because he's a uh, good point. yeah, you know I thought that was really cool. yes uh, um, yeah i I really like this cover and and you're right, Shazam looks better. Superman doesn't look bad and it's not the artwork. It's just Shazam no. looks cooler here. Yeah, he does. he's got the more. Yeah, he's got
1: the better pose, I think. Yeah, no, it's good. It's a very simple cover because it's just clouds and some lightning. But as you say, Connor, the difference is there, and also
0: it's very sh- mythical.
1: Yes, um, mm. Shazam's lightning being uh, obviously very golden, and uh, and Superman's being more of the blue lightning, um, just to distinguish both of them as well.
0: Yeah, mm. and it's kind of a there is a famous Superman cover with similar pose where lightning's bouncing off of his chest mm-hmm. and he's like that tickles so you know uh, love the cover yeah you know what um, i was
1: actually thinking here connor it's um yeah. because uh, you know shazam his outfit his his costume um, very yeah. very cool very iconic i guess for for shazam it would be a bugger to have to keep on drawing those insignias at the back of the, the cape you know mm. because over there he's the artist uh middleton you actually have to do the patterns that curl around the cape as well. Um, it'd be very annoying yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah. It, it would.
0: <laughs> I'm not an artist though, luckily, so yeah um
1: and actually Shazam's cape looks a lot shorter than Superman's. Um I it is. It is, yeah. So it's yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so cool cover, very mythical. I love it. Um so I'm gonna say right now, uh I am a sucker for magic stories. Mm-hmm especially i found when it comes to dc like i love dr strange and everything Mm -hmm. and that's awesome and anyone who listens to my iron fist podcast knows i love magic stories Mm -hmm. like whenever iron fist comes across magic i mean god damn i may as well be drooling on the microphone uh and even more so when uh i have magic stories where superman's involved because it's not his usual area Mm. but as i said before one of the reasons i love superman is because he can't you can just put him into these different stories and see what happens you know Mm. um so I love seeing Superman fight these magical creatures yeah yeah
1: you get a sense of that in, um, in this is great because he does seem a bit out of his element or he, he always, yeah. for at least a split second he's kind of ta- always taken aback yeah because by... he gets floored by it. yeah Because he... he has
0: no special resistance to magic.
1: yeah and I guess um, he's just uh, he expects to be able to overpower you know these beings, yeah. but when they actually push back, that kind of surprises him. Which I think is like really
0: he cool. he still defeats it. Yeah, um, well, he does. Yeah, but um, he actually but, yeah. has to put
1: in some effort. <laughs> so
0: because so. a lot of people think just because someone uses magic they can easily defeat Superman, mm-hmm. that's not the case. Because Superman's just like a normal human when it comes to magic, and there's plenty of normal humans that fight magic uses. Yeah. You know, plus he has a bunch of perks like uh, laser eyes. So. Yeah, he, he, I guess he just gets caught off guard, doesn't he? That's all.
1: Really, I mean, and he has to kind of change his strategy each time. Well, yeah, yeah. unless he knows that they're magical. He, he, you know, he kind of, the element of surprise kind mm. of is always. A and this thing. is
0: also the beginning of Superman's career, really. Mm. Um, So this is a birthright Superman. Yes, right. Uh, um, But like, you know, it, do, it doesn't matter at all which continuity Superman it is because this is just Superman, you know what I mean? Like you don't have yeah. to get caught up in all that stuff. All you need to know is it's Superman, it's the start of his career. Um, oh, yeah.
1: You, I think from, you don't even see, it's all Superman in this, right? Do we see Clark?
0: You see Clark a couple of times. Okay, they're very small, yeah. It's more of a Shazam story, I think. Oh, very Um, much so, yeah. But, like, Superman's not really reduced to a psychic role, it's just the mythos is more Shazam's mythos, I suppose, is the focus.
1: Yeah, you don't dwell Um, on, um, yeah, the supporting cast of Superman at all.
0: Yeah. Mm. I love love the opening uh, monologue by the wizard, Shazam. Mm Mm-hmm and you know he's like it's before the coming of the amazon the speeds of the space yeah. knight. like those three panels how cool are they well it's good um, because i actually
1: understood <laughs> i actually understood yeah. them and so like they good.
0: come off as these like legendary figures you know like the space knights yeah space knight, uh, that's a
1: cool term has he been called that before yeah probably
0: right. okay um, oh, you're, you're a big fan are you
1: of the green lantern oh or, like
0: a recent big recent fan. bit okay so i'm still sort of diving in and i've had to put that off temporarily right. um due to other priorities but uh yeah so it's it's really cool them showing like wonder Woman, the flash and the green lantern but like only fractions of them mm-hmm. and then you have yeah legendary quality exactly then you have batman
1: you do uh, actually very well portrayed here i think
0: yes very much time he pops up.
1: yeah it is but he very much looks like a a a winged creature a mythical creature he does yeah
0: very cool um, so because uh batman was active at this point mm-hmm. um, so it's always him and superman that are the earliest uh guys to pop out yeah um and uh yeah so you know i liked i like this art style it works for the story mm-hmm. um yeah it's actually it's
1: um i don't know it, it kind of for me it uh it chops and changes there are some really nice pages uh with a lot of really, really healthy detail in here which which is really good, and others are a bit more stylized um, yeah, and I think the treatment of the background uh it's not weird but it just uh it's it's noticeable um,
0: sometimes yeah I see what you mean
1: yeah, whereas you'd hope that the background kind of remains in the background, but I found myself kind of yeah noticing it a bit more yeah.
0: Um, I do I don't think the recap mentioned this uh billy like Billy the kid after when he's not Shazam he hides out in yeah. the subways um, and it's he cool. has a he has a friend who comes from a foster home and he's like hey come to the foster home and he's like no I'm done with foster homes yeah um it's pretty sad actually i like, oh he's, yeah <laughs> he's actually living
1: on the streets I, I didn't realize that was his predicament I, I you know I thought he just again I don't know much about him at all I thought he just came from a home like a, a uh, you know a typical home
0: yeah you know, he's an orphan yeah um, okay yeah but uh, you know his friend's trying to convince him to come to the foster home mm. uh, so I mean yeah I don't know much else to say about this first issue I thought I liked the fight with our uh, Superman and the yeah what we Demon. do,
1: yeah. What we do get here, and across all four issues, uh, we do get some really cool, meaty fights. Mm. Um, I, I lo- again, you know, I love the action. And although these opponents are quite disposable, uh, it is just a lot of fun anyway to see to see Superman fight a magical
0: because they're different. They're not just yeah. They're not just Lex Court robots again. Yeah, exactly. Um, not that there's anything wrong with Lex Court Mister Luthor, but. No, uh, you no know, sometimes, no. sometimes you know the whole green and purple suits of the big L's on them. Just give it a rest, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just need some really fantastical, you know, yeah, creatures and and you know this is the beauty of magic as well, isn't it? You can really just conjure up demons and what have you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But having said that, as well, I mean, and it was mentioned in the recap. We also get, you know, giant robots. Uh, so you get a lot of really cool yeah. action here. It's a lot of fun. And with Shazam um, using... What is he using again? He uses a car or something. Oh, no, he, he actually tears bits off the robot and he chucks it at the other yeah, one.
0: and he, he smashes them.
1: With a car. Yeah, he throws cars. It's great. It's a lot of fun. And it, you really do get a sense of how powerful these beings are.
0: Yeah, um, Definitely
1: what yeah, I did a couple sorry. yeah
0: John
1: no, I was about to say uh, one of the things that does come up in issue one is um, I guess obviously so Captain Marvel is Billy Batson um, and yes. his dialogue though uh, is not as 10 year old boy and I say this in a good way not as a ten year old kind of boy as I would have thought. Like, because he's got the mind of a ten-year-old, right?
0: Yeah. So, yeah,
1: but he's—he's um, he's got a bit
0: of—is, um, you mean he's, in the sense of like maturity.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got—he's—he's yeah. he's a bit—he's a bit smooth, actually. He's got some really cool, uh, you know, quips and all that. Uh, he's got a lot of confidence in him. And again, my preconceptions—I would have thought Billy would have been—I don't know, um,
0: like the trailers and the movie.
1: Uh yeah, or just I don't know, like I'm thinking more again, I'm thinking more to my Marvel leanings like Dark Hawk, which is like maybe young teen, Chris Chris Powell. Um, but when he turns into Dark Hawk he does pretty much still act and talk like a, a young teenager. Yeah. Um whereas Shazam seems well sorry, Captain Marvel seems quite assured assured of himself and um yeah. and confident. So I yeah, I found that was yeah, that was that was a good a good thing.
0: I guess that's one of the things that can't, because at this point in his career, he's only been fighting like giant robots. You know, mm. he hasn't really had to deal with um some of the darker side of uh, superheroing. Yeah, as well. Um, so like his com- his composure is very like he's very well composed. Like, because like Superman, he he can't tell that he's like ten until like yeah, exactly. It's revealed to him essentially. So, mm.
1: um. Maybe it's his uh, wisdom that gives him that kind of maturity. Because even as you say, he's only just started. I mean, would you not be overwhelmed by the fact that you're fighting 100-foot robots or, or however tall?
0: Well, they are? Well, I mean, are? he's just started, but at the same time, I think he's done it long enough that he's not overwhelmed. Plus, mm. like, getting getting called into, like, the Rock of Eternity and meeting a wizard would probably prepare you for a lot of this stuff
1: as well. <laughs> well, he certainly that, has a lot of confidence. Thing. Like, yeah. when he
0: is Shazam, he gets, you know, the uh, fortitude of, like, Achilles... Yes. Um, no, yes. But, exactly. You know, he has like Achilles' like mental fortitude. so mm, yeah, But so... not his psychotic rage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So I guess that makes sense. He, he's really bolstered by, um,
0: you know, these powers that he's got. So. Yeah, and that and that sort of helps him as a kid as well. Like as a kid, he's mm. you know getting um, better at it. Like uh, yeah, it's definitely in contrast to what Shazam is now, mm-hmm. because you know when he first gets the powers. Like in current continuity and stuff, he goes out and buys beer and stuff. He's an adult oh, now. Okay. Like this, this Billy wouldn't do that. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but. Uh, so the current,
1: yeah. yeah, the current one's more taking, like, um, you know, consciously taking comedic leanings towards the character. Yeah. And I think they're to, all,
0: they're yeah. all trying to show, like, I don't know, maybe like a kid would have less responsibility. Yeah. Yeah um oh yeah trying to so come think, from it from it yeah. did we talk about this last week how like all the shazam fans are angry at the change in the character
1: yes we did we did touch um, upon it
0: yeah yeah because he's not you know but you know that that's a that's a topic for another time mm-hmm.
1: um shall we go on to issue two uh yeah oh so just one other thing mm-hmm. um just the the introduction of uh dr savannah yeah um so we we get th- to see him here, uh, for you and for me, Connor, he is quite new. Um, he's a
0: bad dude. He does. He does.
1: Is he right? Right? Royal diabolical fella. He is. Uh, he is evil. <laughs> yeah. And what I love about this though is that he absolutely hates Lex. There's this real rivalry oh, between yeah. <laughs> them. So I, I love how they kind of set that up here, and uh, you know that obviously you're going to see Lex down the line.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we do get our, our guy Lex coming in at some point. Um mm-hmm. not not his job to seed this time though. Uh, the the baton has been passed for now. Yes. But uh yeah, we have seeding at Captain Marvel instead of at Superman, so I think that's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah. Right. And
1: um and sorry, and there's one other thing. Yeah. we
0: see um
1: uh oh no, sorry, that's a bit later on. It's okay. Okay, that's sure. Later.
0: Cool. All right, let's hop on to Issue 2. Issue 2. I will do the summary for this mm-hmm. after I get it up, because I didn't prepare it. Hang on. Uh, okay. Synopsis for Odd Couples. Dr. Zavanna. a few days ago, Dr. Zavanna visits Metropolis for a special rooftop meeting with Lex Luthor. The Two men despise one another, but recognize that they are both the entrepreneurial emperors of their respective coasts. Savannah wants to hire Luther's agent, Spec to cultivate information on Captain Marvel in exchange. and in exchange for Speck's services, Luther wants Savannah to sell him back the 80,000 shares of LexCorp stock that he currently owns. A few days later, Speck tracks Captain Marvel's flight path through Fawcett City. Uh, he witnesses him transform from the adult Captain Marvel into young Billy Batson. In the present, Superman arrives in Fawcett City to assist Captain Marvel in fighting the Temple of Bagdon Cultists. The High Priest of the Cult, Mr Heath, summons two mal- Malice Trolls and orders them to attack the heroes. Superman uses his arctic breath to freeze the creatures in place, allowing Captain Marvel the ability to smash them to pieces. Meanwhile, a Temple of Bagdon Cultists evade capture. They discover a young man named Timothy Barnes. Timothy is apparently a descendant of the Bagdon line. Mr Heath reports to his superior, Dr Savannah, indicating that he has located the Chosen One. They bring Barnes to a sub-basement at Savannah Industries where Heath begins to conduct a satanic ritual and he invokes the names of six powerful demons and transforms Timothy Barnes into Sabak. That evening, a lunar eclipse begins to take place. At the Fawcett City Solar Centre, scientist Dr. Bruce Gordon looks up towards the moon. At the first sign of the the eclipse, he transforms into the villain known as Eclipso. Hmm. Yeah, so, uh... Before we go into the meaty stuff, let's talk about this cover. Yep. It's a very child-friendly cover with its colours. It's very brightly coloured. Um, yeah, I, I think <laughs> it's cool.
1: There's a weird effect to it. Um, I don't know, it's some sort of Photoshop post effect, but uh, it comes off as I wouldn't. To me, I thought it was kind of psychedelic a little.
0: It looks a bit like they're in a different dimension. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, a lot of bubbles and flares, lens flares, and uh, and the coloring. Look, hats off to the colorist for those trolls. Uh, I think it works mm. really well, actually.
0: Big mouths, yeah. Mm. Um,
1: but again, there's not much in the way of, uh, I guess, the background. So again, just Superman, Shazam, uh, Captain Marvel, and the
0: trolls. Uh, oh, either name's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, again, I'm looking off the the deluxe edition, so. There's no signage or anything on it, but it is just a white. That's it, isn't it? It's just a white background.
0: Yeah, white mm-hmm. but like a bit pinkish, maybe? Okay. Oh
1: yeah, okay. I yeah. can see a little bit of pink. Um definitely a pink around the the trolls, which I guess gives it a magical kind of sense. I love the
0: I love the tagline. Monsters and magic and mayhem. Oh my. That's oh. like something I would write. <laughs>
1: Hey, on, what was that? Is that the title?
0: It's on the cover. Oh,
1: you see, okay. So, it might
0: not be on the deluxe edition. No,
1: I just get the pure no. the pure art. So um,
0: okay, Yeah, but cool. uh, it's great. Cool. So, uh, yeah, uh, Odd Couples, double meaning, because we have Savannah and Lex as yeah. well. Um, Spec's really good at his job. Yes. Like, he, he well, finds out straight away. Yeah, either he's
1: very good at his job or Captain Marvel's very sloppy. That's true. I mean, how yeah. easy it was for him to to find that.
0: That wouldn't have worked on Superman. No. Because um, they they they, have, cause they go into a lot. like Lex constantly has satellites trying to track Superman, and Superman always evades them. Yeah. Um, whereas this one guy, a very good guy, good at his job, but he's following Captain Marvel. And, yes. yeah, I think you're right. It's a combination of he's good, but Billy is a kid and not that experienced.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, sh- surely, yeah. I mean, if Lex using satellites can't track Superman... And there's just one guy on a rooftop confined Shazam. Um, yeah, uh, a schoolboy era there.
0: And he probably doesn't even... I, I don't know if he would hold his secret identity with the same importance as Superman. Like, mm. not not to say that he doesn't value it, but maybe he's just a bit more careless than he should be. Yeah. He doesn't quite realise what the realm of cadence can be. Um, yeah. But uh, and I, I love when Shazam meets Superman, just this sort of, like, dare I say, childlike uh, reverence.
1: Yes. Of him. Holy well, moly. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I notice also as well is a really good touch. And you start seeing it here with uh, Captain Marvel. There are a lot of shots with him with his tongue kind of slightly out. You see that? Very childlike. Um, so uh, when he's being trailed by Speck, say for instance, Connor, and... Um, you see him flying down just before he gets into the alleyway uh, yeah yeah, he turns around. yeah but that's not the only time I notice it's later on as well uh, he does it quite a bit and I think it's a nice little touch because it is a very, I guess, dare I say, childlike thing to do.
0: Oh, definitely. You, get, you get that vibe, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, pretty pretty cool. I, I just thought, just a step back though, Connor, I thought the meeting between Savannah and Lex, glorious. I loved it. <laughs> they were taking shots at each other um, yeah. and uh, they let it be known what they want. They needed each other from each other. Um, and I think yeah. Lex is drawn, um, I'd imagine, quite differently here, Connor, but I actually like how he's it's drawn. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I do too. He's got a very like. Uh, Middleton does really well with his facial features, like the Seems eyebrows. He's very youthful.
0: You, you're very youthful, especially in comparison to uh, Doctor Savannah, who's like this old crotchety. Yeah. Is he like that in the movie? No. He's played by Mark Strong. Oh,
1: okay. Well, he's not then. He would no. Nah, no, okay. Mark Strong's great though. Yeah, no, he's I'm um, yeah, I'm a fan. He's a good, he's a good actor. Yeah. Um, but the the angles here that they use for Lex uh, to to show his. Yeah. Snide kind of looks at um, yeah. Savannah. Really, really cool. Even the upper lip.
0: Uh, oh, definitely. He's got always a, got his head sort of tilted. A uh...
1: sense of arrogance. So, very, very cool. And all the heavies around them uh, kind of fill, yeah. fills the panels. So never Just in really case
0: good. things get a bit out of hand, a bit of scuffle, <laughs> maybe. <laughs>
1: in case Lex takes a shot at it, like an 80 year old. Yeah, true. Um, but no, um, so going back, yeah, um, the youthful exuberance of Shazam as well. Uh, captain marvel you can see it in his eyes as he looks up at superman um, yeah uh,
0: yeah really really cool yeah the 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 facial expressions really are spot on mm. um and a bit humorous sometimes like when uh captain marvel's like superman hang on <laughs> <laughs> yeah those trolls are cool they are they're good i love the mouths uh, they really remind me of something i'm just trying to think of what Right, um... like really remind, especially with those mouths. I'm just yeah. Think about those mouths armpits, actually though. remind me of yeah.
1: Nothing from um, Stranger Things, no.
0: No, uh, no. Okay. Um, yeah, or maybe it'll come to me later. Uh, but also,
1: is is um, Captain Marvel? Is he is he still shorter than Superman? He looks like it.
0: Um. Yeah, he looks a bit shorter and stockier. Yeah, that's the vibe um, I'm getting. I think they go they go into it because like the this is one of the rare comics where it's a team up but they don't fight. Mm. Um, but always, I think they do refreshing. mention yeah sorry like they do mention that uh, Superman's faster I think mentions them, only by a bit though. Uh yeah. Um, and yeah right, it is refreshing when they don't fight or mm. uh, grumble at each other. You know, as yeah. we talked about in the Nightwing crossover, they just had a good time. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, yeah, that, that's true. Um, yeah
0: how good is that shot where he uh absorbs the beam into his chest
1: uh sorry where are you now oh uh, yeah
0: um superman oh no um shazam uh shazam yeah because superman gets floored by it but then shazam is able to just deflect it with his chest um yes which you know goes into uh the whole shazam like is not vulnerable to water magic because he is yeah. magic
1: yeah thing. i love that um, i love the
0: thing because it just sets him apart from superman doesn't definitely it? yeah um yeah, like, it, it does a good job of establishing the differences between them, like, in terms of uh, their powers. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like, you know, Shazam has the wisdom of Solomon, he gets all this extra knowledge and stuff, but Superman has, like, a telescopic vision Yeah. to make up for his, like, lack of, you know, magic resistance and stuff like that, so.
1: Yeah, uh, and his and, arctic breath as well.
0: It's great, he's like, hey, can I talk to you? And they're just hanging out on like Mount Everest, and he's just asking him all these questions. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: oh, hang on, just just before that as well, a little comedic thing here. I just really loved well. again with the tongue. Um, so <laughs> Superman gets kind of I don't know what you call it, frozen or so, crystallized um, yeah. with the breath, and uh, Captain Marvel saying, "Don't move, I don't want to hurt you." Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's lining the sticking him out in concentration. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he's lining him up for a big punch, and then Superman's face is just kind of like. Yeah. Oop. Uh, <laughs> But uh, it's all good, uh, nothing wrong there. Uh, but yeah, again, the holy moly, Yeah, I see it. Um, and yeah, the talk on the mountain is, I think, is great. It it kind of it gives off sh- um, Shazam's, uh, I guess, innocence over there. It really does definitely define it, um, as well as kind of give you a little. Um,
0: yeah, so when I'm they ju- talk about their powers, yeah,
1: like a little just description for anyone who absolutely doesn't know anything about <laughs> about
0: them, yeah. Um, well, I mean, this establishes like Superman flying to space and stuff. Mm, you yeah. came across his powers by accident. Uh, yeah, a lot of Shazam's like shock like out of space. <laughs> yeah.
1: See, this um, if we if we can compare this talk with, say, the talk of Superman and Nightwing, in uh, Night, yeah. Nightwing This is by far got a lot more going for it. You know, um, it feels more natural. It feels more natural. Um, but. It's not from what they say It's but how they say it You get the sense yeah. of the character And not only that Like there's even things alluded to By Superman talking about his dad um, you, you know so there are things left in the air And it just makes yeah. the conversation a lot more interesting um, Whereas I found Yeah that last time we did with the Nightwing It just seemed like Okay let's so like take a, a bit break bit of a recap Yeah recap uh, Let's just take a break before the next scene Here's our motivations <laughs> Yeah exactly Exactly So yeah this is, this worked a lot better
0: yeah, and uh, it felt very natural, Superman sort of, because like this, this would be the first time he come. This would be the closest he'd have to appear mm. really in his career.
1: Yeah,
0: like you know, he's a guy of similar power, and yeah, it's you know, a super nice guy as well. Um, yeah, and yeah, it, it is a great moment where Superman just kind of stops yeah. and realizes that he's like saying probably too much.
1: Yeah, yeah, like,
0: uh, and which is which is kind of sad in a way because like Superman really can't. He can't open himself up to other people. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, But you know, and as we see later on, I guess it kind of comes into play. There's a reason he can't open himself up to people about who he really is.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, And then again, you get this another illusion as well with with Captain Marvel going when you're not Superman. Like it it kind of dawns on him as well that this is kind of a similar, yeah, um, uh, premise that he's got as well, and it dawns on him. And then he he just says that yeah I think it kind of stinks so, you know because he can empathise with Superman about this, mm-hmm. um, so it's very much as you say Superman he's got a peer well it looks like Captain Marvel's found one as well and yeah. so they're connecting in that way yeah really good and
0: it and it really ties in thematically with the rest of the comic as well yeah uh, especially the ending um, so it's it's a very relevant conversation too yeah um, but yeah and uh, you know it's great yeah. it's a it's a kid's comic too so it's doubly great yeah um, like i i think kids love this comic honestly
1: yeah uh, it's good um there might i don't know was there some scary bits here i was about to say
0: the there's there's yeah we'll we'll talk to that bit when we get to it it's quite yeah. a violent um
1: oh yes oh, but even at the end of this issue um again i wanted to call out the artwork. i think it's
0: pretty cartoony though yeah, but Sabak looks really cool, actually. <laughs> oh, he looks awesome. Yeah. He looks
1: very different, almost like a different artist, like the way he's he's shown. Um, I guess it's not that scary, but uh, it's definitely getting brute, you know, darker. Mm. And um, Eclipso, do you know much about this dude or? Uh,
0: yeah, he's a spectre villain. Okay, uh, right. So that, you know he's trouble. <laughs>
1: right. Okay.
0: Uh, they go they go into his backstory in the Silent X issue as yeah. well. Um, he He's like he's one of the big hitters in the magic villains. Eclipso. Yeah, um, he looks really goofy
1: though. <laughs> I was just a bit confused. Was that, is this like the first the first time that Bruce Gordon has turned into it, or, or is he so. okay? Is no. he always Eclipso? Okay, yeah. So because it's, okay.
0: in terms of I don't know where this fits into Eclipso's timeline, but Eclipso is a Spectre villain. Okay, so okay. and I think it mentions Bruce Gordon found the stone like a while ago. Okay, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, I mean, I guess not knowing the character at all, and obviously not recognizing the name of Bruce Gordon, the way I read it, it it seemed like somehow. I mean, although we did find the Stone Age, it seemed like this is a revelation that he's turned into Eclipso, but obviously not.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, like fam- people who knew who Eclipso was as soon as they saw Bruce Gordon. Yeah. Be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: so that's took that up to an experience, but yeah.
0: I think I think the dialogue about the capes kind of funny
1: uh the cape
0: yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah superman's like so what's with the uh yeah oh wait no that that's later on where he's like so how are you gonna replace that cape? and he's like oh it'll just happen
1: <laughs> oh okay i thought you meant that yeah. um, no, no. he's no. asking about the cape i came with a job
0: so, yeah yeah and uh, it's an interesting point he's like uh superman hears something all the way in force city yeah so that must mean he would have that. He would have been focusing on that for a while because, because mm. sure there's a lot of other things happening that would also be. Well, the world's a big place. I know. Geez, um, Lord, yeah, it, How kind many of, trains are running off their oh, rails? Know, right how many there. people are screaming from <laughs> burning
1: buildings? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but gangbusters! No. That typhoon. That's gangbusters. Job he's got
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They've got it. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll I'll also mention man, I love satanic cults. Like as in, <laughs> okay. I love them as, I love them as bad guys. Oh yeah. Okay. I think like evil cults are awesome bad guys. And like you put evil cults in my favorite superhero. I'm like, Ooh, I love it. Um, because, I mean, cause there's really no other thing but to hate them.
1: Right. I mean, that, I mean, that that's a good thing. I just think like,
0: they make really good bad guys. Yeah. Like, you um, can be Like they're scary. They're yep. uh, threatening and they're crazy as yep. well, which is always good. Um, yeah.
1: And there's no inhibitions. You can just totally hate them because yeah, they exactly. are bad. Yeah. <laughs> These of like Nazis,
0: you know? The, you don't want them to be complex villains. You want them just yeah. to be straight up evil. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to say about this issue?
1: Uh, no, just the, the conversation, the chats with um, between the two. Uh, mm. The odd couple, as you said. I think yeah. at the beginning, although it was shorter, the um, confrontation with Savannah and uh, Lex... And then with Superman and Captain Marvel, really good.
0: It's a really strong issue. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, which is interesting because the first time I read this, the first three, issues kind of blended together. But now I'm reading it again, I like yeah. really appreciate.
1: I must say, Connor, I am turning a corner as well. Uh, <laughs> this second issue really does show a lot of strengths now. It's, like it's going a, through it now again. You know. Yeah.
0: Like if you want a good superhero team up, this is a pretty good template to look at. I think. Hmm. Like yeah. how to do it right with certain characters. Yeah. Um,
1: I definitely enjoyed this one more than issue one, but yeah,
0: um, yeah. I still think issue one was good, mostly at the start though. But uh, anyway, mm. uh, on to three. On to three. Okay, okay. So, do you want to read out this uh, mm-hmm. synopsis?
1: All right. So, issue three is titled Titans. Spec. <laughs> spec begins wandering through the subway system of Fawcett City. He questions the local riff asking them if anyone has seen a small boy matching the description of Billy Batson. Meanwhile, the villain known as Sabak runs amuck throughout the city. Captain Marvel and Superman team up and tackle him, but Sabak keeps him at bay by breathing a gout of fire in their direction. Across town at the solar center, Dr. Bruce Gordon transforms into the spirit of vengeance known as Eclipso. He places one of his black crystals into a refracting dish at the solar center sending a beam of black energy into the sky. The beam splinters, arcing back downward striking several people all of whom transform into obedient servants of Eclipso. Superman breaks off from fighting Sabak as he is vulnerable to magic and flies off to face Eclipso. He sends his eclipsed servants to overtake the Man of Steel but he pushes them back with a blast of arctic breath. Superman cuts Eclipso off from the crystal that provides his power, transforming him back into the body of Bruce Gordon. With Eclipso's influence eliminated, all of his brainwashed underlings return to normal. Captain Marvel meanwhile continues to fight Sabak. He discovers that the root of Sabak's powers is very similar to his own. He tricks his evil adversary into saying his own name aloud, thus transforming him back into the frail Timothy Barnes. As the immediate dangers pass, Superman and Captain Marvel say goodbye to one another, and Superman flies off back towards Metropolis. Yeah, so, um... Yep, a, a what's lot, happened? Yeah, as you'd expect for, uh, I guess, the third, third act. is where um, all the action is. Uh, mm. um, and a few extra players. Um, yes. You know, so... Yeah, Introduced at the very last page, obviously, of issue two, we get Eclipso and. Yeah, sa- sab- he's sab- the
0: main sort of bad this issue. Mm.
1: Do you say sab- or sab- Sabak
0: or um, re- Sabak? In my head, I was saying Sabak.
1: Sabak, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah but, like, I'm not sure. Who knows? Satanists, please don't get offended. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, but this issue, I mean. Uh, it's a good cover. Cover's good. Again. Mm. Um, so back is drawn very different from mm. the others So it kind of gives him a point of difference And uh,
0: and you've got Eclipso in the background um, Yeah, yeah, pretty Tells good Tells you what's in the issue as well yeah. Which is always a plus um, yeah. You know, supposed to those covers that don't Which is a lot of them So <laughs> uh,
1: Is there any Are there any titles on the cover there, Connor? Um, um, that have... The
0: Magic Eclipsed Okay Down on the bottom left Right so, uh, I thought I liked the, uh, little, like, uh, you know, it was the spirit of vengeance. No, not Ghost Rider. Um,
1: but isn't, is the specter a spirit of vengeance as well?
0: Yes. Yeah. So notice how it said without a human host, it lacks okay. morality. So then the specter came in who has a human host. Um, uh, so the, 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 Eclipso precedes the specter. Right. Um, Yeah. And the Spectre is a powerful dude. Like,
1: I reckon uh, I like the Spectre. Do you collect it? I reckon that would be a cool title.
0: No, but man, from what I've read of the Spectre, it's awesome. And it's created by uh, Siegel and Schuster as well. Oh, so, ah, okay. Um, which is why I always enjoy seeing team-ups with Superman and the Spectre, because it's like, hey, you were created by the same guy. So, yeah, okay. Two vastly different characters. Um, Has he got a current title? Ooh. No. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't know if he's in anything right now. I don't even uh, think he's in Justice League, Magic or whatever, Dark. Um, fobbed off. Yeah, uh, no, there's a few there's a few characters that should be getting their own titles in my opinion. But yeah. uh, anyway, Beast Boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Quicksilver just looks like he has an awesome backstory. But man, his costume's so goofy. I think it's cool, actually.
1: It you reminds do. it reminds me of Jack of is it Jack of Hearts um, with a half black face or the half uh, yeah? It's a Marvel character. Oh, um, okay. And he's got he's got a heart over one of his eyes. A red heart, but half of his face is black, or, or, or like this purpley color. Yeah, and um, and he has ebon energy as well, similar to this black crystal. Uh, no, I think it's cool. I like this. There aren't enough characters with these sorts of hats, Connor, with the little flaps on the side.
0: Oh, look, it's it's different and it's refreshingly comic book like. <laughs> yeah, um, but at the same time, like this is a this is an ancient being of unspeakable like mm. hatred, you know, and he he looks like a evil santa he looks like um what's his name (laughs) the name of santa's evil uh oh has he got an evil doppelganger or rival yeah there's an evil Santa. i can't remember his name though but he like eats people um but uh anyway um yes krampus krampus looks like krampus um (laughs) well maybe not looks like but reminds me of him i mean like it it, look honestly it didn't detract the story like that much for me because This is like this is like you know this is a story for like all ages so I did not he, he doesn't need to be this like ancient horrific against the um like he fits in aesthetically mm. I, just, yeah. I just found it a bit odd but like you know okay I I, oh. I guess the thing I found the most of was that initial shot where he's standing on the uh, solar panels oh on this issue yeah in this issue okay
1: because he okay he's on the very first page as well but he's just oh, he? showing the um. Uh, yeah. little little yeah. black crystals hang on let me just flick to the other <laughs> okay yeah, he does look quite uh, theatrical doesn't he on the yeah. solar panels oh actually yeah he's his costume is quite garish yeah yes he's got, yeah, hu- that, he's got a huge belt he didn't win a heavyweight friggin boxing title or something he's <laughs> <laughs> so
0: not... back on the other hand is uh, wreaking havoc
1: yes yeah, yeah. and he's um He's taken on the two the two big guns. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, that's um, that's looking good. I'm just looking back to again. We see a bit of the wizard Shazam. Yeah, spouting he's, he's his saying, stuff. Ooh, yeah. uh,
0: Captain Marvel's fighting a pretty dangerous dude right now. Yeah. Um,
1: I I like this uh, parallel between Shazam and Sebak with the names. So, mm. you, you get a hint of that. There's something you know. They're kind of cut from the same cloth, in some ways. There,
0: there's that whole thing in Magic as well, where like someone's true name is a very powerful.
1: Oh, okay. Um, so is that, a, that is that a thing? Is it like just a?
0: Um... Yeah, that's like that's like a trope, like a. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's a trope, but like in a lot of magic things i've read it's like you know knowing the demon's true name is like uh, oh, yeah. you have power over it stuff like that yeah and true net like you never give away your true name to yes. demons. stuff like that yeah. um i think um, that's even in dr strange isn't it yeah um, like Rumpelstiltskin um,
1: skin as well yeah like the old yeah. mythologies yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly like, uh, it all came yeah. from like the old stuff mm. uh hellboy which oh, Hellboy gets so much from old mythology so yeah um,
1: yeah. But I like, uh, I mean, it's too much of a coincidence here, though, isn't it? Like, From it rather just being a magical thing. There's oh, there's a direct some... parallel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's wow.
0: cool. I really like, uh, you know, the Eclipse I was this big obelisk of evil. And I really love how uh, Captain Marvel shields Superman Yeah. Comet, yeah. Because yeah, that's magic. Because cool, like he's he magic. Him. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Exactly. That's good. So, again, uh, we see the, you know, um, the heroics and. The, you know, of Shazam over Superman, he's actually protecting someone who's you know quite yeah. powerful, but not. This is not his wheelhouse. So.
0: Yeah, if Superman got hit by one of those, he'd be one of the crazy Eclipso face people, or he would. I don't know. Something bad would happen. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and I'll <laughs> Dr. Savannah, what is it now? I'm attempting to enjoy the apocalypse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've got some seething. Oh, it's not really seething. He's just enjoying it, isn't he? It's
0: like, it's a deal with the devil, Mr. Tan, but don't forget who's actually sporting the pitchfork. It's like, wow, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I thought, though, this whole thing with, I mean, eclipse is this a thing with him making acolytes like this? Because to me, it was very Joker-ishy. Isn't this whole thing with Joker Uh, making people like Jokers? I,
0: I think it... No, no, that laughing gas kills people. Okay. It Doesn't turn them into jokers unless that's a recent thing. But like the oh, they just like die. Okay. Yeah, no, they just die. Like, oh, okay. Um, okay. The laughing gas kills people. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty uh, again someone well versed in the magic DC lore will probably correct me, but I'm pretty sure Eclipso turning people into a bunch of crazy spirit things is a thing. Okay. Um,
1: good way to build an so, army. It's good.
0: Yeah. Uh. I, yeah. He try. I love how he tries to. He, he actually uses the crystal on Superman. Yeah, but he uh, just... Yeah.
1: He, um, he just... Oh, no. He, I was about to say he shatters it. No, he um, Superman counters it, uh, the, the Black yeah. Force. He does his... get
0: hit, but then he counters it with yeah. uh, his heat vision. Yeah. Because, um, like, even though he's as vulnerable to magic as everyone else, he does still have better resistances mm. uh, to force and stuff than mm. most people, so... Um, and plus the, the other thing people uh, with Superman and magic uh, goes into a lot because uh, I don't think it, I don't think he has super willpower, but it's like close. Like I think it's been called super willpower or something like his will is oh, okay. uh, one of the strongest in uh, the universe. Oh, right. Um, and that obviously comes into play with a lot of magic related stuff. Yeah. Like in your like innate resistance and stuff. So, um, Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Just, just, I'm just, I'm just pointing out why Superman to get immediately converted. These are my theories. Uh, oh, he's super, isn't he? So. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because he's Superman. That's probably a better way of putting it. Um,
1: yeah. No, I mean, of course, I, I think, yeah, willpower
0: would have a big thing to do with it. Like um, he was a Green Lantern candidate, but he got excluded because he wasn't native to the sector. So. Oh.
1: Um, oh, that's right. Green Green Lanterns, aren't they meant to be, like, pure of heart or something as well?
0: Or the, They're, like, uh, yeah, no fear. They're supposed to have, like... The, I mean, Green Lantern's weapon is Will, so... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, and the Superman would, you know... He'd own yeah. that, wouldn't he? He, he, he got had... figured, though. Is though. Sorry? He got disqualified, though, because, yeah, he was an alien, so. Has he
1: ever wielded the green... the ring, or the lantern, or whatever
0: it is? Is it a Funny lantern or a, a ring? Her. What is uh, it? It's a, it's a ring. Okay, so... It's a ring, and they charge it in a lantern.
1: My lantern, okay. Anyway,
0: because lanterns are awesome, and because <laughs> the guy who created Green Lantern, the yeah. whole the whole idea came from. He was this is back in the 30s. He was watching right. night work on a railroad, right? And one of the guys was using a Green Lantern. Oh, okay. And it was like really, it really stuck in his head. So he made well, um, Green Lantern sounds a lot better.
1: You you hate to be going. Look, fear me. I'm the Green Ring. Yeah, no, Green
0: Lantern's awesome. Yeah. And, like, the giant power battery and, oh, well, the home planet, that's, like, a giant lantern as well. Yeah, okay, right,
1: right. But, sorry, you were saying, um, funny, I mentioned...
0: Yes, because there's an Elseworlds, which I'm sure you would like, called Last Son of Earth, Mm -hmm. and essentially Superman gets sent in a rocket from Earth to Krypton, Mm -hmm. and he ends up getting a Green Lantern ring. Awesome. Um, Yeah. So it's a really cool story.
1: That's cool. He'd be like totally, totally invincible.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> I mean, but Hal, Hal's like a fantastic Green Lantern. Like he's the dude. Pretty i
1: pretty sure like, he's yeah.
0: saved the universe a few times. Um,
1: I like Hal. I know there are a lot of other Green Lanterns. Hal's do, the best one. I do like Kyle's Hal. Kyle's
0: great too. But
1: You see the one with the, um, the bowl cut?
0: No, that's Guy Gardner. <laughs> oh, okay. He is such a jerk. He's got <laughs> a
1: terrible haircut. Oh, yeah. It was in the 90s, I guess.
0: Yeah. But uh, I guess we'll be talking more about Green Lantern when we eventually get to uh, oh, yeah. Superman
1: Green Lantern. Oh, can't wait. Cosmic stuff. Come on. Uh,
0: cosmic, different stuff that people found too weird, so they gave it bad reviews. And that's exactly my bag right there. Um. Um, well, they didn't give it bad reviews, but they're like, this is really weird and I'm confused. And I'm like, you know what? That sounds awesome. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Eat that so, up. yeah. Yeah. Anyway... Back to uh, getting away from the Green Lanterns yes. and the immeasurable willpower. Um, yes. We come back to... Stop
1: sidetracking us, Connor. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, that was totally my fault. Um,
1: um, yeah, so we get yeah, we get back to... Um, so Superman... Look, look this, these crazy cult people. I don't know what they're doing there. Um, Superman, you know, finds them and down he goes um, to get them. But, yeah, so Eclipso... Um,
0: Because they're causing the eclipse. Yes, yes. And when he disrupts it, the eclipse stops. Like, because it's an artificial eclipse.
1: Oh, so Eclipso is like a full moon, but every eclipse he becomes Eclipso. Is that it?
0: Yeah, like an eclipse, I think, triggers Bruce Gordon into becoming Eclipso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ah. the cultists set it up, and that's why. Mm. And I, it is some cool dialogue here from Superman. Like, you know, humans are born from darkness into light, which is why they fear darkness because it's so unknown to them and mm. stuff i thought that was like a cool bit of a cool little speech oh
1: uh, yes yeah. well
0: not speech but like in a monologue yeah
1: um, yeah that's cool i um, yeah. I, I i enjoyed um i very much enjoyed the fight between sabak and
0: captain marvel at the end oh it's great yeah and it was uh he had to use his wits i suppose um like he just had to tick him off so much yeah and trick him into using, uh, you know, getting, stroking his ego into using his own name. Yes. And, but uh, the, he uses his cape
1: and he puts it over the guy's
0: head. Yeah. And
1: then he just pummels it. I mean, that's pretty That's pretty savage.
0: <laughs> I think mean, I thought that was great. I, I love that. Is that one of Achilles' patented moves, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> it be. Yeah,
1: it's um, hilarious.
0: That's how he really defeated Hector. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's so. it. He's got a, a bed sheet, just put it over his head. But yeah. uh yeah, so Sebak so um, you know, doesn't take too well to it.
0: I love that uh, look on Billy's face when he says I am Lord Sabak." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, so they're really good expressions here. Um, and very yeah. very true. Like it's still it's still very much um, Captain Marvel's face. He's, he does have like a as you say, a stockier build. Uh, yeah. he's, he's got a, a more broader nose, you know, it's all it's all there still. Um,
0: he's bigger upper body, like Yeah, yeah.
1: Um but yeah, so he, he does. Uh, uh, you know, as mentioned, he tricks set back into saying his name. So let's. What is it? Satan, aim, Belial, Beelzebub, Belial, Belial,
0: uh, Asmodeus, Asmodeus, and Lucifer.
1: Do you get a lot of this in Hellboy?
0: Or what do you mean? Oh, they're all, all these they're no... all actual names. Just
1: oh, okay. Names. I only know Satan, um... Beelzebub, and.
0: Yeah, Asmodeus is a real thing. Um, well, I mean, depending on your definition of real, I guess. But, you know, it, yeah. it's real world mythology, I should uh, say. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm names.
1: assuming. It's the same, like, Shazam stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, And old Timothy Barnes, not not much of a a threat once he's transformed, and, and no. Danny Plaus. He, he
0: must have been sort of mind like. Sort of brainwashed to an extent because he tries to say it again. Though maybe he's just trying yeah. to save himself from like drowning or something. So I think yeah, I think he is.
1: Oh uh, yeah, maybe he just panicked. Yeah, because he didn't seem like he wanted to say it at the very
0: beginning. No, he was like kidnapped by yeah. this crazy cult, so yeah, maybe he's brainwashed. Uh, yeah, and I, I love the bit where Superman's like, "Where's the back hill?" It's like you wouldn't understand yeah. Trumi. He's imprisoned inside the shadows or of the Rock of Eternity. Yes. Yeah, I don't understand.
1: <laughs> so, Connor, what is this? You did mention we, we are here, the Rock of Eternity.
0: What, yes, um, where what... the wizard Shazam resides. Okay. And this is throne.
1: This is another dimension.
0: I think the Rocket of Etern yeah, Rocket. <laughs> the Rock of Eternity, I believe, is where all magic comes from.
1: Oh, it all in the D C universe.
0: I think so. I could wow. be wrong. Okay. Cool. Could be wrong. But I believe that is the case. Right. Um, let me double check that.
1: Interesting, yeah, interesting theory. Very different from the Marvel one where magic just seems to permeate throughout every everything. Yeah. Um I really love that. I don't know if you read that one with um is it Jason? Jason Aaron and uh, St- Chris Bacolo, the the artist. No, uh, I
0: haven't read that one.
1: The Empir- Empiricals, I think they're called. They they come in well basically they just get rid of magic.
0: Yeah. Horrible. Anyway. I'm, uh, okay, I, I'm not sure if all magic comes from it, but the Seven Deadly Sins are in prison there, mm. and this is cool. Uh, it's like a giant stone diamond suspended in the midst of space and time, like okay. in the direct metal, so... Right. Uh, it's a, it, 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 even if all magic doesn't come from there, it's definitely a place of huge power. It's like so. a, hub, a hub where a lot of it kind of... Yeah. yeah I okay. uh, Anyone who knows specifically about The Rock of Eternity... Feel free to email us because uh, yes. it's a cool place. I'd like to know more. Um, yeah, but, it's uh, got a cool
1: bar. Um, yeah, Shazam. Is he the wizard? Is he imprisoned? I'm I'm throwing these questions at you. Uh, maybe maybe the fans should can drop us a line if you can. Is this this wizard? Is he imprisoned in there or what's happening? Is he chosen to be there? Or is he a
0: guardian? What's happening? I think mean, he's chosen to be there. Like he okay. has to stay there to okay. guard the seven deadly sins and stuff. Yeah, um, right. That was yeah. how it was in the movie as well. Okay. Uh, and like, cause Billy's his champion, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, guess next issue. Uh,
1: next. What issue... do you want to talk about? The well, last... there's, there's just, yeah, there's just um, the one last thing, the, the last uh, couple of pages for this. this stone is a big thing.
0: cold. Hey, it's stone cold.
1: It is. It's like um, really stone cold. <laughs> I well, having read this and seen them I, I just immediately defaulted to um you know, obviously they're shooting, but it's not gonna happen. Like something's gonna you know
0: Oh tra- he'll save it. Captain
1: Marvel's gonna just, you know, just rock up and, and that's it. So I wasn't too worried about it. And that Neither kinda Neither was I. Yeah, and that yeah, kinda so leads us it's really clever because it leads us to into
0: quite the shock.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, um, and like how cold are these guys? Just gunning down two kids like they're not even young adults like the yeah yeah uh,
1: they must they must be very professional soldiers if that was what they were told yeah and um, they're told that one of them or both of them are, are highly dangerous or something because it's not every day that you just you know decide to what is it like an army of men <laughs> to yeah. just open fire so uh, yeah.
0: you know why don't we mention here that. Uh, Judd Winnick is the writer and Joshua Middleton is the artist. Ooh, that we would that before. Sorry, oh, I didn't help. Sorry guys, but sorry. uh Sorry. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, um
1: Josh Middleton. I think yeah, I just briefly call his name, but yeah, um Sorry, what was it Winnick? Um yeah. Yes, he's a writer. So Indeed He is. <laughs> <laughs> so he's um a writer. <laughs> Shall we oh, I'm, I'm familiar With him uh, Do you know Anything else about him Or
0: uh, God I've, I've probably read Some of it Because he's like One of those names I, I think he's actually Retired now Okay From comics Because I don't think um, He's
1: I, I've never seen his name I'm, yeah, Obviously I'm, I'm predominantly more Marvel I've never heard of his name before So he may have just been Around the DC traps look um, him up
0: yeah. But yeah he, He's retired now Which is a shame mm. Honestly Um let's see Jagman, uh... Um, uh, he's worked on green lantern green arrow okay yeah seems uh, to be yeah i think he's only done dc comics okay
1: well you know he's he's doing very well <laughs>
0: yeah oh yeah, this one. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, next issue then?
1: Yeah, let's go to issue four. This one is Men and Boys, Gods and Thunder. Dr. Savannah is furious that Speck has failed to sanction Captain Marvel. However, he believes that Marvel may be connected to a small child that lives in a nearby subway. Savannah's assistant, Mr. Tan, questions the morality of killing a child, but Savannah responds with, I'll get over it. Later, Speck and a group of armed soldiers storm the subway tunnels. They open fire on Billy Batson's position, forcing him to transform into Captain Marvel. Marvel causes the mercs to scatter and manages to apprehend several of them, including Speck. When the dust settles, Marvel finds that his best friend, Scott Oaken, has been killed in the crossfire. He rushes him to the hospital, but it is too late. Enraged, he barges into police headquarters and forces Speck to give up the name of the man who hired him, Savannah. He then flies to Savannah Industries, prepared to kill the cantankerous industrialist. He grabs him about the throat and slowly begins choking the life out of him. Savannah pleads for his life, and Marvel grudgingly lets him drop to the floor. The following day in Metropolis, Clark Kent reads a report on Marvel's citywide rampage. He tracks him down to Mount Everest and tells him that he has crossed the line. A tear-filled marvel tells him about Scott and reveals that he is actually just a boy himself. Superman is astonished. After hearing Billy's history, he demands an audience with the wizard Shazam. Shazam agrees to meet with Superman at the Rock of Eternity, and Superman chastises him for subjecting a boy to such a fate. Shazam defends his decision, but tells Superman that Billy may also need some guidance. Later, Clark Kent shows up at a flop house where Billy is staying. He sits down next to him and reveals that he is also Superman. Yeah, that's actually a really good ending as
0: well. Yes, uh, the strongest issue out of the bunch. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, let, let's talk about the cover before we go into it. So... Mm-hmm. Um, we have Shazam grabbing Doctor Zavanna by the throat, and mm-hmm. Superman's kind of looking on and like, "Oh, what are you doing?" Yes. And it's That's the true. vengeance of magic. Cap goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um,
1: you know, not that this is uncommon. Uh, a little misleading with the with the cover because that doesn't happen. No, it with doesn't. Superman there, but um, it's enough to see both your titular characters. Yeah. In the shots. So um, yeah, no, it's um, yeah. It's what, close you...
0: enough, honestly. Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> Superman was there in spirit. <laughs> what, 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 what did you think of the, um, the the cover? Uh yeah, it's fine. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, I had no problems with it. Yeah, I, I like the way Shazam again is is shown. Um, good angle, you know, and again, very thick set. Um, I think.
0: Actually, I think it's definitely the weakest cover because it looks more like a panel from the comic than.
1: Yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah, it doesn't really look like a cover, does it?
0: No. Mm.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. True. Um, but anyway, um, we get a bit more of the. I guess the horrible, <laughs> umness.
0: Oh, Savannah. yeah this gets pretty violent <laughs> mm. like i'm not sure what age group you should like when you know like what age group is fine to like mm. read this considering how violent this last issue gets yeah um, it, it, yeah because it's like a pretty graphic shot of like the kid with like a hole in his chest like a bullet it is isn't it and, and there's it... like a lot of blood and, you know, for throughout this whole arc, you've
1: been getting, like, trolls and giant robots and, uh, you know, demons and stuff, all stuff that, you know... I don't want to say kind of lessons of violence because, because they're, you know, fictional things. Yeah. But to actually bring it back home with bullets and, and have a, a shot of a little kid, um, you know, dead, is pretty shocking.
0: Yeah. Like... Mm. And then he he, he chokes uh, Savannah pretty violently as well. Yeah. Um. Less violent than the kid, though. Uh, yeah. But I d- like, I
1: mean, I, I'm just saying, there's a there's a one page, where there's what five horizontal panels, and it's you slowly see Scott being operated on, and then they put the the blanket over him, yeah. which is you know kind of like a, again a trope you see in films and stuff. But it really is kind of this is like heavy stuff <laughs>
0: like it's yeah, and pretty Shazam's morbid Spaces, pretty yeah. devastated yeah. um so it's it's uh it's good though like it's great um because yeah it, it actually starts off at the daily planet and lois is being her usual uh, annoyed <laughs> nosy self yeah uh, <coughs> how are you there blah 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 um so we this is actually the first time we see clark mm. And it's Lois who's like, "Oh, didn't you hear? Captain Marvel went on a rampage." So, yeah, it was the brief. It was cool to see Clark. Yeah, Lois I it, pops up. Yeah, know.
1: I, I like to see Lois there as well. It was good. Um, very much uh, akin to her, her uh, character. So that was good. Yeah. Um, albeit just the one page she's literally on. Um,
0: yeah. Good. yeah. It's a, how good is that shot where uh, Shazam's deflecting all the bullets? Yeah,
1: yeah that's that's one, Fantastic. Of, the, one of my favourite shots, actually. Because uh, the, the bullets look really good and you got the lightning mm-hmm. happening. Just as he kind of... Because he transforms literally at the moment. Um, he looks quite wrathful as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he unfortunately isn't able to do enough.
0: No, uh, so yeah basically in the crossfire uh his friend gets shot and killed and it's like it's messed up because the kid he was like in a foster home and stuff so you know and i guess yeah he he does his little rampage uh and he actually gets the info from the guy because he's like from spec yeah he's like i'll bring your body your dead headless body with me he's getting like really crazy has he got Um, has
1: he got super speed like i'm gonna be yeah he has the speed of mercury Okay, because I was about to say, if he had the speed of Mercury, again, I'm being very geeky here, he would have been able to clean up their soldiers before they would have got a shot fired, surely? Not, you know. I mean,
0: he was, def- like, he just transformed into Shazam, and he was sort of like, like, he's, he's not as good as the Flash as, like, using that super speed, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah, hmm? yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe... No. Maybe he needs a run-up or something. I don't know exactly. The business
1: <laughs> of it. Uh, but, as you, but as you say, probably he just got, you know, got caught um, by surprise, changed,
0: got split seconds to think about these things. So, yeah. Uh, Savannah is a bastard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very <laughs> he's much. He's so. really, he's, and there's, there is like, I don't know as, I don't know that much about Savannah, So for me, there's no understanding of why he's like this, really. Mm. Um Otherwise, so like, un- unlike Lex, like we all know his history and where the gigantic mountain on his shoulder came from. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, we have obviously like the whole, the, the whole second half and the meat of the issue is Clark confronting. Mm. Shazam. Uh, yes. And um... he and he sees Shazam crying, and he's like, "Oh, something's a bit off." Um, yeah,
1: yeah. This was again another really cool interaction between the two. Um, it's
0: back on Mount the same mountain as well. Mount, Mount
1: Everest. Everest. Yeah. yeah, and Shazam's uh, just tears streaming from his face. Um, so immediately, you know, if you if you not to say there's anything wrong with crying, you know, you should, but like to see such a, a big character that you you've just been introduced to turn around Who, and, and, and he's bawling his eyes out.
0: It does, you know, it does set him back. It sets Superman back a bit because this is a guy who's faced like demons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, like he fought like the uh, sabak. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, but I guess, I guess, like you know, the courage of Achilles doesn't stop him from grieving mm. and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, he reveals to Superman that he is a child, oh. and Superman's first reaction is, "Who did this?" to
1: you? Oh, the look on his face is brilliant. Because, uh, you know, you'd, you'd have that reaction, wouldn't you? There would be a little bit of anger going, how could anyone subject a child to this, you know?
0: Oh, definitely. This responsibility, and, uh, like, you know? So And uh, yeah. the wizard actually lets him in, which yeah. I think is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> Gandalf. And, yeah, and Superman's just, like, yelling at him, um, mm. which I think is cool. He just goes in there to chew, chew uh, the wizard <laughs> Shazam's ears off. Um, yeah. And it's... It is his fate to
1: bear the mantle.
0: <laughs> and I guess Superman's really one of the great moral authorities mm. of the DC universe. Yeah. So he's one of the few people who, like, you know, it's like, it's not arrogance, him telling off. No. Was the Wizard Shazam, it's like... Uh, I don't think so as well. I think... Yeah. But I think if you put like Wonder Woman or
1: Batman in that situation, sure. I mean, again, like no one, yeah. or maybe Batman. I mean, because he he gets wards, doesn't he? Like he's got like Robin, like young kids, youngish. Oh, yeah, um, Batman'd
0: be like, "Teach me this power. I want to make a bunch of kids, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly." <bat> um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, yeah, Superman. I could see Wonder Woman doing this. You know, same thing. So, like, how could you? Like, you wouldn't. Yeah. But um, I don't know what do you, I don't know what they. Come to at the end I mean To me I'd still be angry uh, But But Shazam says Well, well the boy he's... could use guidance It's like well No He shouldn't be in that position Like I've been telling you In the first place But I guess that's all Superman think, can do
0: I feel like the look on The wizard's face Says it all Like you know Yeah He doesn't He knows he's a boy It's out of his control we, we, We've seen him Worrying about him before But like mm. It's out of his control Because he's the only one Who could be this champion Okay you know, like he is, he, it is necessary for him to exist. And like Billy's the only person who can do it. So like he knows yeah. he's a boy, but, and he doesn't like that fact, but like it has to be that way. Okay. So, yeah, um, I, I and, don't
1: know the ins and outs of it, but yeah, if, if that's a thing.
0: Even, even just from this comic, that's the impression I got. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, cause he knows, like, he knows where Superman's coming from. And he's like, well, maybe I think the wizard is you know, they both come to the conclusion that it has to be this way, but, mm. you know, if, uh, you know, the conclusion that Superman can act as like a guardian or, like, give him guidance to being, like, a hero and having this responsibility is, like, a... Uh, you know, the best they can do. Yeah. In this situation. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, so, and, you know, we get the, the great scene at the end where Clark comes up and reveals that uh, he's Superman... That's so His awesome ability. because yeah, we we just got that set up
1: in issue two, mm. where he can't reveal everything. Like he was so you know obviously he has reasons why he can't yeah. Uh, so this is such a big um, step of um, what is it um, trust that he has. It's in... so a
0: it's a big moment for Clark as well. Um... Oh yeah,
1: that's the, yeah that's what I mean. Like it's it's he's really stepping out here yeah um, to show I guess the the level
0: of how serious he takes this, you know? It also reflects on that earlier talk though, because there's the reason that Superman doesn't tell people who he is. And one of those reasons is, you know, because people close to you might get killed in the crossfire. Yeah, true. And that's exactly what happened with uh, Billy. Yeah. That brings it back. It's pretty good. But you know, like you can, I guess they can confide in each other, which works because they're both bulletproof. So, (laughs) um, yeah, uh, so it's a really, really powerful ending to this mm. series. Like, it it really takes a... The the tonal shift is huge. It is huge, yeah. It's or, not yeah. out of nowhere, like, at all.
1: True, it,
0: it's, yeah. It's like you read the issue and everything kind of falls into place.
1: Yeah, see, on the first read, when I did this, this, this last issue just seemed way out of um, character for the whole arc.
0: Mm. But
1: um, But, you know... Having gone through it now, as we we're saying, and it does really tie strongly to, I guess that's why Winnick did set that up so well in issue yeah. two. It wasn't just a throwaway chat on the mountain. No, it wasn't. You know, it had an actual purpose for it, and it it comes around over here, which is which is really good. Um, but the first time I read this, the this last issue was just like it was. It was probably my favourite, um, and it is on par as my favourite of the four issues. Yeah, um, but it. Um, to me, it just seemed like, I know, chalk and cheese, it seemed like a totally different mm. um, series altogether. Yeah.
0: yeah. But, yeah, rereading it, I, I appreciated, and going through it again, I appreciated how much this series, like, how much this miniseries had everything sort of tied together and planned mm. out. Um, you know, it was a really good stuff, a really well-crafted story. Um You know, and, like, I... I do want to talk about, like, how suitable do you think this is? Because, mm. you know, this is a story that is mostly, like, great for young readers, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Then, is there is there, like, another version of this that
1: does away with a certain <laughs> some panels? No, there's no? not. <laughs> okay. Uh, is, um, was this a director's cut or something? Because, yeah, I mean, I, I do question that as well. I mean, what you see, you see... You see Doctor Savannah gagging with his tongue out and
0: you know drooling because he's being choked to death. It's, it's quite—it's like I could, graphic. I mean, you could kind of get away with that, I guess. But like the the kid with the bullet hole in his chest—that's oh, a main—that's a, main, like, a main one. Yeah. If I had a kid, when would I want to give him this kind of book? Mm. You know, like like twelve. Twelve would obviously be fine. Um, yeah. Because you know, I mean, at that point, they're washing mm, worse stuff behind your back. So <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, and also as well, is it necessary, was it necessary to show? To show it. Um, I'm sure there are ways that you could have conveyed that Scott had died and passed away. You can
0: have a silhouette with some blood, probably. Yeah. It would be exactly, a much more tame way of doing it.
1: Exactly. And then just have Captain Marvel just shouting out, you know, oh, Scott or whatever. And, uh, but seeing him it...
0: I mean, but seeing it so blatant and... Like, it kind of shows what, you know, what the world of being a superhero can be like. Mm. If you know what I mean? Like, I think you'd need that stark sort of reality yeah. there for it to have its full effect. Yeah, but having said like, that. Because, like, this is Shazam seeing this horrible thing for, like, the first time. Yeah. You
1: know? But, I mean, but having said that, though, you'd want to be consistent with portraying the destruction that the likes of the trolls or giant robots could do. I, I know that, that it seems less um real because you know, they're giant robots and, and trolls, but you know, you'd have to convey that sort of
0: realism but as well. I guess that's the thing though, because like those giant robots, those trolls, they're like the classic superhero scenarios that like mm. a kid would expect to be like, I'll be a superhero, I'll fight these giant monsters mm. and stuff. Yeah. And then he does what he doesn't expect, what's like completely out of his mind is something like this ever happening. Like this isn't part of the job that he took. Yeah, true. You know, uh, like... uh, I guess you get... Yeah, you get more of that... It's a very rude awakening. Um, true.
1: I guess you... And you get a lot more of that in... A lot more street-level um, stories of, of heroes and stuff. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's like, you know, the, the bread and butter of their, their stuff, but um, no. it is a lot more grittier. But yeah, yeah, so this...
0: Yeah, it does kind of...
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, the fair point. Um, it does show that.
0: Um, like, you know, I mean... It- I, yeah, I, I, I think it was a necessary thing to do as yeah. distasteful as it might seem to some people. Okay, uh, yeah,
1: look I still think it's necessary but I, I think I, I guess it could have d- been done in another way, still like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, to still I mean you can still have the whole grieving um, you know process and showing
0: it and, and show how heavy it is but yeah again, just, because, yeah. we're looking in that panel, we're looking through Billy's eyes, yeah. like you know, um, so, and like, because he has a very extreme reaction as well. Yes. And I think such an extreme reaction needs to be justified visually. That's true. Yeah. I mean, um, he does.
1: He does go a bit. Um, yeah. He goes crazy. crazy. He goes yeah. berserk. I'd say again. troppo, but yeah. Um, I mean, but he's rightly to be angered. I mean, and and for someone so young as well, uh, that raw kind of emotion for that. Exactly.
0: He hasn't. He hasn't like you know. Superman has faced death before. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. you know, he's had that worldly experience. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just still think. Yeah. Anyway,
0: that's. Yeah. Uh, no. No. I, yeah. I get you, yeah, but. Yeah, we, we we can agree to disagree. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: Um,
0: yeah.
1: But you know, actually, having again, I just reiterate, having um, gone through this again, the second time now, as we as we discuss it. Um, the ties with, with it to, you know, the discussions that Superman and Captain Marvel have yeah. on Mount Everest. Um, it just actually, if anything, it strengthens issue two for me uh, a lot mm. more than it initially did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it's all, it all comes in a nice little picture. And like, you know, uh, issue one and three, they they're great battles as well. And stuff, and they they yeah, cool stuff with the characters. Um,
1: I'd have to probably have to say issue three is probably my l- least favorite. The only thing for that with Sabak, yeah, Sabak with the, the Sabak and the Shazam fight was pr- pretty cool. Um, yeah, but if if I had to pick out of one and three, I'd probably pick
0: one. Uh, but yeah, it's but, interesting because three is yeah. the big action climax of the story. really. I know, but you see.
1: Um, but Winnie puts in some enough action in Issue 1 to keep it nice
0: and interesting as well.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess, well, you know me, I love cults and summoning things. So, um. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any so, any excuse to have Superman and stuff, fighting magic. and uh, I yeah. just, It's so cool that Superman's in the Rock of Eternity as well. Um, yeah. It's a cool little thing. Uh, I wish it's got a sequel. That would have been nice, but it didn't. Um, you know, but... Uh, but there have been many other Shazam, Superman... Team-ups, right? Or, or, um... Yeah, there's heaps of other stories. I'm I'm not sure, like, how many team-ups like this there are, though. There's Mm -hmm. not heaps, because there's not heaps of, like, new Shazam, but, uh... Yeah.
1: Well, after this movie, probably will be.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's already a series out by... There's already a new ongoing with Jeff Johns doing it. Mm. Um So, yeah. Uh... Let's, um... Shall we give this a rating, then?
1: Yeah. Let's give this a rating. I think I think I went first last time. I think. God, we did two last. Oh, we did two. I know. So, oh, no. so it was back to me. Probably two. is back to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rightio. What are we gonna give this out of? Um, there's plenty to choose from here. <laughs> are we... Lightning bolts. Yeah, lightning bolts. Um... <laughs> the backs. <laughs> some facts uh yeah or a bag was yeah yeah how about lightning bolts I I'd, right. I'd uh ooh, I told you my first okay so anyway I did a goodreads thing I on Goodreads I gave it three out of five um, and I spoke to Connor l just before we started recording this saying look that wasn't entirely accurate um I would give it out of ten I would give it a five and a half because uh to me it kind of Meandered a bit up until issue 4 But having gone through it again now With Connor um, And what has opened my eyes to issue 2 I found that a very strong issue And that coupled with issue 4 uh, And you know Issue 1 was a good intro as well It, it, it does kind of improve my rating So I'd give it mm, I'd have to give it a bit more I'd give it uh, 4 i would give it ai will give it a i'll give it a seven then a seven mm-hmm. uh lightning bolts out of ten so that's a big leap from five and a half but um off the strength of issue two and how it ties up uh it just it kind of wraps up it's a really neat story then it wraps yeah. it up um and there's enough action I love my action so there's action every everywhere it's good yeah yeah so seven yeah how about yourself connor l uh I'll
0: also give it seven no um <laughs> Always, always awesome to see Superman enter the magic realm, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it was it was this was a great study of uh, Billy and Captain Marvel mm-hmm. as well. They make a great team together. I love the contrast between them, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's just a really, really well crafted story on top of er- on top of all that good stuff as well. So, mm. yeah, no, it's great. I guess it shows also that. You know, both of us are going
1: into it as Superman fans, and it just yes. proves that um, that with the writing and, and you know the art as well, um, it can craft a great Shazam story. It doesn't have to obviously have an overload of Superman in there, but he he did have a, an integral part in it, but mm. he didn't he didn't overtake or overshadow the whole the yeah, whole series. Yeah, I, I
0: wouldn't go as far to say Superman was a supporting character, but like no. all of like the villain and the mythos. Like, it was magic, it was Dr. Savannah, like, it was all Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Captain Marvel's kind of mythos and, you know, his real huge development as a character. Like, Superman got some development too, but it was mostly about uh, Captain Marvel's development, and uh, that was not a detriment to the story at all. No. No. yeah, it was. I mean, it was through
1: through them sharing with each other that yeah. kind of the the themes were teased out of this, and I think that's a really good way of using, and not to say that Superman is a supporting character, but just using um, these two characters or two characters in general together. Yeah, and that's how you write them. Like you know, otherwise Definitely. you just write what, for one, and the other one becomes superfluous. So uh, this is done really well. Exactly.
0: In fact, yeah, I, I think this is the best team up we've covered so far.
1: Yeah, I still like the Silver Surfer Super... Oh, Silver oh, Surfer
0: one is very good, yeah. yeah
1: but in, in a different way, though, as you say, because they were they are separated for a long time in the Yeah, they're,
0: they're, they're together for most of the time in uh, this one. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah, I mean, by that merit, this is a stronger one then. Yeah,
0: yeah. We, that, 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 as, as, we, as we gushed on that Silver Surfer episode, that was a very unique team-up. <laughs> it was, it was, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this story. Uh, I definitely recommend reading this. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely give this a read. Uh, probably should have said that at the start of the podcast. <laughs> uh,
1: but, yeah, it, uh, it's uh, available on digital as well
0: as, um, I'm, sh- I'm not sure if it's out of print and trade. They are bringing out a deluxe hardcover. It's up for of pre order right now, I think. Uh, so... Excellent. Excellent. Uh it looks like this it's getting a reprint with um Okay the movie. Oh well that makes sense, of course. Which is great because this story deserves more exposure. Yeah. Um and
1: this was sorry, originally released um what was it, two thousands, early like two
0: thousands? Two thousand six, I think. Okay,
1: okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, being been um off the shelves,
0: you know, for thirteen odd years, it's good. Come yeah, back. like and uh, you know, it's a if you want an intro to Shazam but like you want it with a superman team up mm. instead of just reading a solo Shazam thing then this is like you know this is a really good introduction yeah i uh, i agree it it does give you a good slab of what shazam's all about um, yeah yeah absolutely yeah. and and it ge- and yeah it, it, through his interactions with superman with that contrast it really gives you what he's all about as well mm. um, and it's kind of ridiculous to see these characters as uh, clones but oh, uh, yeah, I guess nah, that, that's how it was back then, yeah, you know, but, yeah. um, uh, so, uh, yeah. So next we will either be reviewing mm-hmm. the Shazam movie. Yes. Actually, we'll, I reckon, uh, look, we'll be doing a review of a Shazam movie because there's also Superman Shazam return of Black Adam, which is a great, uh, little movie, but Ooh. it's only half hour. So oh, we could do both. Yeah, we could do both. Um, yeah. Unless uh, we get a Shazam guest listener, oh, uh yes. you know, uh, any, as I said, any Captain Marvel Shazam fans, mm-hmm. get on over here. We want you on the podcast. Uh, it's, you know, it's your month. Exactly. Now. Have a word with
1: the Wizard Shazam. You know, rock your your white cape. Come on, come on. To come the on, two. let us
0: in to your rock of eternity. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yes. These two kryptonite oh, we could have done boobs. That. How what? many
0: Rocks of Eternity? But, uh, oh, that would have been a so, nice. uh, Yeah. How many wizards? Um, <laughs> bearded wizards.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that'll be great. So any Captain Marvel fans, please contact us. We're um, contactable on Facebook and Twitter. Details at the end of the show. Uh, yeah, it'd be really good to have a yarn. Yes, Could exactly, be, yeah. I'd love to have a yarn with a Shazam fan. Anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Don't have to have these odd accents that Connor and I have it can be from the United States or Europe
0: or uh, prefer Preferably English speaking otherwise oh, we can try it yeah. but uh, we could, <laughs> could for try. an interesting podcast Yeah in we'll language be barrier, but... we'll be on
1: our Google Translate So that, that, so that rules April out America all. I guess <laughs> <But I'm... laughs> uh, No no but please do we'll work out a time zone um, it'll be, we'll be all good
0: Yeah so with uh, that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I hope I you guys are worthy.
1: Yes, and I hope you guys um, are worthy too.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, maybe give your kids this story. <laughs> if they're oh, 12, yeah. it's A-OK. 12 and above, I reckon, A-OK for this story.
1: so want oh. to share this story, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Maybe just block out that that panel so. But yeah,
0: that's uh, that's good. That's oh, good. Look, 12, Twelve year olds are watching South Park. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know they are. Yeah, sorry, Mum. <laughs> Mum was like, "You have to wait till you're 21 to watch South Park." <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> over. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. Nah. Uh, anyway, yeah. With that, um, Connor and I, we
0: need to recharge
1: our batteries.
0: Yeah, we got to get out of this rock. It's too much magic here. Too much. Um, yeah,
1: we are nothing here. We're vulnerable.
0: Get back to my lowest lane. Oh, I don't have one. You
1: get back to my.
0: Who does Zod, Zod have? Zod. Is he, he. Doesn't really have anyone. Single to mingle. Is he or. Oh, he's, he's single. But, he's, he's married to Krypton. That's all he's married to. There's <laughs> yeah. a bit of Krypton
1: in the bed with him. <laughs> what? <I don't> know. <laughs>
0: okay. okay. Um. <laughs> all right. Adios. Catch you later. Thank you everyone for listening.